Who holds you accountable? Who do you report to every month or quarter when it is time to look back at your business goals? Find out why you need a business coach to help keep you accountable to your business plan, your business success, and your business growth. Having a business coach is just like having a personal trainer. They're going to push you and challenge you to be the best that you can be. I'm Kat Ramirez, your host of Stand Out and Grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. This is episode three of Stand Out and Grow. Booyah! I want to welcome today's guest who is an Amazon best-selling author. He is also a national public speaker, trainer, community leader, and the CEO of Positive Polarity. Today, he will talk to you about why hiring a business coach can and will take your business to the next level. Please join me as I welcome Dave Melinda. Welcome, Dave. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you for joining us today. For sure. Thanks for those kind words. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dave, I just, you know, so to get everybody familiar with you today, can you give us a little background about you? But I want to hear one specific thing about you Okay. Okay. That maybe other people don't know about you, even your close relationships, because I want you to open up a little bit. I always wear funky socks. Okay. Why? Because I learned early on to somehow people need to remember you. Oh, that's awesome. But how many times do people look at your feet? All the time. Like, well, you make sure that you have that. So no, um, it's, it's, I think that from a business coach perspective, um, I've run into a lot of coaches, uh, consultants, I mean, whatever the words work for you, right? And it's interesting because most of the people that I've seen are types that have learned it, but haven't done it, okay? So I started a company in the early 90s with me as the only employee, and then when I sold it in 2013, we had 22 people on our team, sales just under 10 million um, annual sales. So that's my that's what i use that experience that i had to grow that that's how i help other people's businesses grow okay so that's what got you into the coaching business yep so i think about it this way if i needed surgery done if you needed surgery Mm -hmm. done for something whatever would you want somebody that's done it a hundred times or read about it a hundred times no absolutely i would want someone who's done it for sure right so same way in the coaching world is i want to find somebody or people ask me, have you done this before? And I say, yeah, I've done this for 25 years in my own company. Again, when it was me growing it to 22 people and 10 million in sales. So that's probably the easiest way to um, discern what a good coach is if they've done it before. Because I can tell you how to do it, 
but I've never done it before. I can tell you, I can walk you through how to do a backflip, but I've never done one. It's not going to work. Okay. No, that's, uh, I think that's awesome. So if you're looking for a business coach, that's usually my first discussion with somebody is make sure that you, you're comfortable that they've done what you're asking them to do. Okay. So we're going to back up a minute, sure. Dave, because you've, you just made a statement that I think is valid, um, but I don't think a lot of people think it. Mm-hmm. You said if you're looking for a business coach. Sure. Okay. So I personally am not looking for okay. a business coach. Sure. So why would or should someone look for a business sure. coach? I mean, most people don't think about it until they're in deep trouble. Okay. I mean, companies are going along. That's why I wrote my book and called it Growing on Purpose because the vast majority of people that I run into grow by mistake. Okay. Okay. So the first thing is, is if your company, you can have some growth. Is it the growth that you want? Is it the right kind of growth? Is it profitable growth? Uh, What do you do when you need an outside look at your business? Okay. So what do you do? I mean, when you want somebody to look at, because you're so into it every day, when you want somebody an outside viewpoint, what do you do? Oh, I, 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 I think I do probably what you also do on, a, on another perspective is I go to my peers mm-hmm. or I'll talk to people. Sure. I'll talk to other entrepreneurs or business mm-hmm. people yep. and kind of like ask them. Right. Kind of in a question way of, hey, if you were in this situation, what would you do without telling them I'm in that situation? exactly. My neighbor's in that situation, not me. Right. And that's where I think a lot of people go to and you're hoping that the advice that you're getting is solid. Right. I mean, the reality is, is that Michael Jordan needed a coach. I don't know why, but the guy was probably, in my mind, the best basketball player ever. He needed a coach. And so Phil Jackson was his coach. And there were times that he helped him with his blind spots. There were times that he helped him with self-awareness. There were times that uh, Michael Jordan got benched because he was not being a team player. As a a business owner, as an entrepreneur, where do we go? That's what a coach typically will do is help come alongside that person. And sometimes it's a lifelong relationship and sometimes it's I just need help with this glitch in my step so to speak and then you get that help and then you move on okay and I okay so you just made a really really good valid point and I love it because um I love to golf okay and I know for a fact that most golfers do have a coach yeah so do you who, who helps you with your swing for me, right? <laughs> but, Nobody. But right? I do need a golfing well, see? To coach. So, but I, I mean, do. that's the thing is who, in, and even if you if you go through the um, extent of videotaping your swing, right? And you're looking at your swing. It's your swing, so you think it's perfect, right? right? Now that's where some somebody from the outside takes a look at it and realizes that that swing is not perfect it's not bad right it's just that we can if we tweak this little piece it's going to help you get another 10 yards 15 yards out of your drive it might make it straighter whatever it is that you're struggling with what a great analogy see there you go i love it i love it no because i i think people can relate to that because um just about it, everybody out there, or at least business professionals or somebody are sports minded, mm-hmm. especially the driven A sure. type. Yep. And so I think that's a great analogy. I think people can relate to that. 
Okay, so I guess my other question to you would be is Michael Jordan, B, you know, Bill Gates, whoever, we're mm -hmm. all really, really busy. Sure. So how do we fit in a business coach? Sure. You know, we're all time starved. Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, it depends. You make time for what's important, number one. So if your swing is that important to you and your golf game is that important, you'll make time for it. Um, there's, it depends on your level of commitment. It depends on how bad your swing is. I mean, if it's really bad where you need regular maintenance on it, that's one thing. Um, coaching a lot of times tends to be more, uh, as needed type, you know, yep. uh, of training. So I have people that I meet with every week. I have people that I meet with once a month. I have people that call me as needed. I've had people that my first meeting with somebody is always complimentary to see if I can even help them. So in your golf swing analogy, I would meet with you and review your swing. I might not be able to help you. So I tell people right there, this is, you know, this isn't anything I can help you with, or we fix things. I mean, I fixed things in one meeting, didn't charge somebody and they went on their way and they made their behavioral modifications and they were, they were happy. So it depends on what level of commitment you have and how much time you're quite frankly, how much time you have. Okay. And I, I think that's probably something a lot of people out there want to know because flexibility, especially with the busy schedule. Sure. But I agree with you is as an entrepreneur, as a, a business owner myself, you have to make the time period. Correct. You know, right. yep. um, just like I, you know, uh, have made a commitment to work out. Mm -hmm. I make the time because sure. it's my commitment. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so this lends into my next question to you is, you know, what kind of uh, accountability do you have in place? You know, how do you hold people accountable that are also leaders? Sure. You sure. know, they're, they're VIPs. Right. Well, it's funny. The leaders tend to have, um, they want their team to be held accountable whether to themselves, to somebody else. So uh, we understand the importance of accountability. Yet when it comes to us, we tend to say, do as I say, not as I do, right? Right. And that's where it becomes really difficult because coaching almost feels like a handicap. Like entrepreneurs are like, I don't need that. I know everything, right? <laughs> I don't need, I'm fine, you know, as they're limping along, right? Um, so that's where I think it becomes important to understand that piece that we, we all need a coach. We all need, a, right. we all need help at certain times. And it comes down a lot of times. My next book is actually called what blind spots, because I'm working on that right now, because there's so many business leaders that the biggest blind spot is them thinking they don't have one. And so we as a coach, we as outside people, the entrepreneurs, the business professionals that you say, hey, I got a question about this. They're trying, they're going to help you with a blind spot. And so that's where I think it really comes uh, full circle, where if you think your team needs a, t a coach, chances are pretty good that you're going to need some outside influence, call it a coach, consultant, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So w with the accountability part, because yes. I'm really going to dig in sure, here today. Absolutely. For sure. Um, is, are you setting the goals? Are they setting the goals? And then are you touching base? What? Once a quarter, once sure, a month, sure. you know, cause yep. I, I mean, I'm an old salesperson and yep. you know, I know how I would do it, but I'm just curious sure. how it works. 
So think about your sales days. Who is who held you accountable? To, let's just say you wanted to have a you you set a goal. You set a dollar goal for sales, or you set a performance goal. How many contacts or whatever goal you set? Who held you? To that goal. Oh my God! I was in corporate America. I was micromanaged, right, Dave. Right, exactly. <laughs> they made sure. And why do you think they did that? Because their bottom line mattered, yeah, and the stockholders yep, yep. they had to report to the stockholders. Absolutely. So obviously, holding people accountable is very important. Somehow that gets lost when we start our own business, right? Or when we take off in a different direction, that kind of fizzles away. So why that happens? Like I said, entrepreneurs don't really like to be held accountable. Right. So the accountability side, it can be depending on the situation. It can. I have some that it's like I said, I meet weekly with them. Yep. Okay. And some goals they set, some goals I set, some goals we set together. You know. I mean, so when I do my communication training, ten tips to better communicate. One of them is about interrupting people. So one simple little thing is, you know, working on not interrupting, especially a customer. I mean, it's 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 bad enough to interrupt somebody in in general, but when you're literally interrupting a customer or a prospect and you don't know you're doing it, you know, we work on that, and then we'll see change and and change. You know, depending on what research you look at, it takes about a month of solid practice to get into that habit. I mean, you just said that you, I, I, one of your uh, videos, you talked about getting back into working out. So how many times will you have to do it before it becomes second nature? Right, right. And you know what? You made a really, really good point because um, I don't have anybody to hold myself accountable. Right. And I think if anything, at the end of the day, if a business is struggling to pay for the service, to hold them accountable so that they see the movement, mm -hmm. because I yep. know the power of that because right. I was a sales manager yep. and it is effective and it does work. So um, if anybody, if somebody was going to inquire about hiring a business coach, mm -hmm. what are the things that you would advise them to look for so that sure. it's a good fit? Sure, absolutely. I mean, the good fit, a lot of it comes down to feeling comfortable with somebody. If we don't trust somebody, we're not going to open up. So you have to be able to trust the person that you're going to have to coach you. Right. If, if again, back to our analogy, if you and I, I'm not a golf coach, but if I t looked at your swing and I knew nothing about what I was talking about, you probably wouldn't trust me with any advice. I mean, the little bit of golf that I've done in my life, it's so funny, there's always in, on the golf course, there's always somebody that can tell you what you're doing wrong. <laughs> Some people, you, they walk up to you, they don't even know you. Hey, you know, you got a glitch in your swing or whatever, right? Everybody's a, a golf instructor. Um, so everybody thinks they're a coach in that situation. So, um, I forgot the question. <laughs> what are the things to help them oh, find yeah. yes, a good yes, fit? Yes, That's okay, good Dave. Yeah, I no, got you. Thanks. Thanks. See, there you go. That's <laughs> what I, I get lost. Easy. Um, I mean, the good fit starts with who you, you, you need to gel with them personally. You mm -hmm. need to have that trust factor. And like I started off before, you need to be able to know that they've done what you're asking them to do. 
if I never golfed before, how good would I really understand your golf swing? Right. So those are really the three main things that I look at. And if you don't connect with somebody, that's why, you know, talk to multiple people, find out who connects well with who, because if there isn't a connection, and there's no trust, you will not have success in coaching. Right, and I would think some other things is to, for them to do their own dual diligence, mm-hmm. to vet it, vet them out, sure. and yep. maybe ask for references, sure. you know. Yeah, the problem with references is like, nobody wants to be used as a reference for, for oh, coaching, Oh, okay, right? so you don't want to Yeah, I mean, themselves. like for me, I have confidentiality agreements with every client that I have, so if you said name, a customer, I can't do that right. because we have confidentiality agreements. And I always think it's odd because you look at some websites and they've done work with all these companies and things like that. I don't do that because the people that I work with, they're they're not really um, want to broadcast to the world because, like I said, entrepreneurs in general will not be super proud and excited to say I have a coach. You yep. know, I mean, they kind of keep it on the QT. So. Um, no, you know what? Um, I can I can relate to that because mm-hmm. um, it is such a personal choice, yes, and sure. it's so proprietary to right. you and your business. Right. I can totally relate, and I right. get that, yep. and I and I can appreciate that you yep. have this disclosure with people because that is very very uh, high on mine because I wouldn't want people to parade who I was working with. So the, then around that, yeah. are there any credentials that they should be looking for or things like that? You know, there's a lot of different things out there that you can get certified in. Um, the To me, 30 years of growing a business is what I use. Okay. You know, I have certification in um, different things around disc and driving forces and I have certification in behaviors and in EQ. Um, it just balances out somebody. If you can't sit with somebody and have a conversation, I always ask at the end of every meeting, are you, do you feel better now? Are you better off now than you were when you came in? Okay. If you, and if the answer is yes, then success happened. If okay. the answer is no, then we're not done. Okay. You know, we're not really done. I mean, you don't leave the doctor's office usually worse. They have a remedy. They have something that they want you to do. Same with your golf coach. He would, he or she would have somebody or something that they would want you to do. Okay. And if it, it would be awkward to have your golf swing tape, to have the person look at it. And then they say, okay, thanks for coming. And you're like, what do you want me to work on? Oh, well, nothing. I mean, it just kind of naturally Right, happens, right. So. No, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. So realistically, Dave, what can an entrepreneur or business owner expect the results? What, what kind of results can they expect? Realistically. Sure. Yeah. If they're so based on the amount of investment that they invest time and effort and, and money, if there's not a three to five up to 10 time return on the investment, then why are we doing this? Okay. You know, so let's say you're talking about sales training and let's say that there's a sales coaching situation and there's somebody struggling to, let's just simple, simplify, ask for an order. You know, they do a great job of presenting information. They do a great job of gathering information and then they struggle with how to kind of close the deal. Well, if it costs, I don't know, we'll pick a number, $1,000 to fix that, 
if you're not going to make five to $10,000 because of that fixed minimum, then was it really worth it? Gotcha. Right. So let's say you've spent $10,000 to get that fixed and you got 5,000 in return. You really wouldn't do that. Right. So Motorola did a great study and they realized that for every dollar that they invested in sales training, they got $19 back. Uh, okay, so they're 19 to 1 ROI. So the, the reality is, is if I gave how many, if I gave you gave me a dollar and I gave you 19 back, how you'd be doing that all the time, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you'd be like, hey, let's do that every day, right? <laughs> you know, and, and that's where I think this really coaching needs to be looked at from a return on investment. Sometimes it's hard. Yep. Again, like we talked about, if, if we're coaching you on some soft skills, interrupting or listening skills, something like that, it's going to be difficult to tie that back into a return on your investment. Right. Vast majority of people that I work with are able to say, since I've been working with you, um, our sales, our profit, our margin, whatever, our growth has gone up by X. Okay. And I would think because your whole premise is to hold people accountable, set goals, and then shoot for them. So right. I can see where it's a win-win-win. I mean, you, and if you're not getting the win-win-win, then obviously someone's not doing their part or Correct. it's a bad fit. Right. And so in my, current, in my previous life, when I did own my own uh, construction supply company, we had two uh, uh, coaches that we worked with and both of them expected a big pile of money up front. Right. Right. And unfortunately one of them, um, they guaranteed the results. They said, and it happened to be $11,000 was the investment. And they said, you give us $11,000 up front and we will make sure that this, this, and this happen. Okay. And if it doesn't happen, we'll give you your money back. So, wow. I mean, Right? Who can't go wrong with that? <laughs> well, we didn't read the fine print, and um, it was it was unfortunate because there was a list of things that my team needed to do, and they didn't do it. So when we went back because we didn't get the return that we expected, we said, "Hey, this didn't work. Where's our money?" They pointed us to this little paragraph that showed they, how they got out of it. Gotcha. So I, it was a, two experiences that were really bad taste for me. So I made I make sure now that I don't I don't want money up front. I mean, there's I don't do that kind right, of thing. Right. Right. Because. Where do you go? And I mean, you don't do that in most places. You oh, know, you just lost service. the trust. Yeah, exactly. Trust. And how do you regain that whole thing? So, so for me, I, it's a whole lot easier to just charge as I go moving yeah. forward. So. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. And that's awesome. Um, okay. So the typical timeline for business coaching, I think you already kind of pointed out it varies. Sure. It does. Yeah. I mean, if you're not willing to invest uh, an hour or two a month minimum, Yep. then it's probably not going to work for you. Okay. And then I'm, I'm just going to get to the, the big question. Sure. Dave, sure. The big one. Sure. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. Hold on. So, so okay. Now I'm ready. <laughs> so what does it cost? I mean, cause you know, sure. there's yeah. small business, there's big businesses. Yep. What does it cost to get a coach? And the cool part is, um, Kat is that I have, I, I do work for people that are one or two people in the company. And I know, because I have one person in my company, I know what I can afford. And so I don't have a spread I don't have a spreadsheet laid out of what things cost. 
I have an hourly rate that I charge and basically they they shut the spigot off whenever they want. So you're customizing to each Completely, business yeah. and their yeah. budget. I don't have one. I mean, we have customer service training, like we have customer service yep. training boot camps. We have disc assessments. We have certain things like that. But if you're looking at it from a coaching perspective, I mean, it's like you said, I mean, how much do you want to invest in your golf swing? If I said it's $25,000 and you'd be like, uh, yeah, no thanks, right? Just <laughs> right. like that I look on your face away. right there, right? <laughs> You're done, right? But if I said, hey, it's X number of dollars an hour and you can spread this out, we can do this monthly, we can do it quarterly, whatever is comfortable for you, you know, um, that that's how I choose to do it. So, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong the other ways that are out there to do it, I just, full disclosure to people, let them know that they're, you don't owe me anything, right. you know? And that's the other piece for me is if you are not happy with what's happening, then you don't have to pay. Right, right. I okay. mean, I just leave it out there. I, the last thing I would want is for somebody to begrudgingly pay because, you know, of a contract. So if it's not working, if you're not seeing the return on your investment, and you don't want to continue it, we can cancel it at any time. It oh. just makes it so much easier. Okay. So for any of the people that listen to this podcast, Dave, I want to offer them something. The hundreds of thousands of people that are listening right now? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, I want to offer them something okay, and sure. specifically from you. So sure. what is what is it that you're going to offer our audience um, that you can live with? So that we can put it on our website and it's only exclusive to them. So that we can live with. Wow. Okay. So now you got me thinking. Um, I mean, again, for 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 typical group, it's all for a entrepreneur, for a business owner, for a, a C-suite, for a sales professional, whatever. I mean, the first meeting is always free. So what? Let's just make an assumption that we work out something, and you're interested in taking it to the next step. The next step, typically for us, is to provide a disc assessment because I want to understand the makeup of the people that I'm communicating with. So for your group, what we would do, and for the next X number of days, we will provide a free $209 disc assessment. Okay. So a disc assessment yep. available to anybody listening. Yep. If you go on our website, advertise.com, we're going to have the podcast and you guys can connect and click on the link. It'll connect you straight to Dave and you can get that for two. It's a 209, 209 bucks. Yep. And value. then we will also do the debrief, which, cause you get 60 pages. Okay. So imagine 60 pages about cat. Yeah. Right? You're looking at this going, what it's easier to put it away than it is to deal with. Right. That. Right. So we would then spend some time with you on the phone and debrief that, go through it, see what's important to you. I mean, they're 94, 95% accurate. Right. So when you read about yourself, a lot of times the common reply that I get is somebody's just, you know, that's not me. And I get a couple of those, but if you're doing everything, if nothing's you, then yep. there's, you got, you need to talk to people around you because <laughs> okay. they're like, that's you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So, but yeah, so phase one would be the assessment uh, and the discussion. So by the time you're done with me, you haven't invested any money and you have really uh, solid value, but only for your listeners. Awesome. Great. Well, I love it. And I hope they love it too. So Dave, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. And your website, right? 
Well, besides that, <laughs> don't you want to send them to your website? Don't you want them to read no, your book? No, no, no. Well, yeah. So, I mean, if, if you have any interest in the Amazon number one bestseller, Growing on Purpose, you can go to my website, which is positivepolarity.com. Uh, or you can uh, shoot me an email at dave at positivepolarity.com and we'll be happy to help. Awesome. Awesome. And, and Dave's contact information will also be on our website in case you guys missed this. Um, Dave, thank you yes, for joining absolutely. us. I thank think you. I learned a lot. I hope everybody else learned a lot. All hundred and how many thousand? <laughs> some thousand. I can't remember what the number was you said, but I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And hopefully, how many languages are we going into? <laughs> We're in one. Only Just one? Today. Okay, yes. just one today. Good. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for inviting me in. Yes, thanks, Dave. If you have listened to the Stand Out and Grow podcast recently, you have heard that we just launched a marketing consultant certification program. This 12-month program will give you the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to run your own marketing consultation business to generate your passive income today. We are excited to offer a 40% discount to the first 25 participants. So go reserve your spot today at www.katherineramirez.net. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutingrow.com. Please let me know what you want to learn more about. I look forward to bringing you more content to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this.